Hello, and welcome to the We Hold These Treasures podcast, a, a podcast of the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA. I'm your host, Elizabeth Tomlin, and I'm here today with Rebecca Lockhart. Becca is the Director of Forum for the Military Council of Catholic Women. She is an Army wife. She works full-time as the COO for a news media company, and she is a mother of three children. They're currently stationed in Fort Moore, Georgia, which used to be Fort Benning. And I'm excited to have Rebecca here today to talk about the Military Council of Catholic Women's upcoming forum and about the MCCW's ministry. So Becca, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and talk about forum. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So Becca, can you tell me or listeners who are hearing the term Military Council of Catholic Women for the first time, what is MCCW and who is it for? Yeah, absolutely. So Military Council of Catholic Women is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that basically serves any Catholic military affiliated woman worldwide. Um, we focus really on connecting, uniting, and inspiring women to come together and grow in their faith. Um, we have in-person regional retreats every other year, and then on the off years, we have our in-person forum. Um, and so we work really hard to produce resources for Catholic women, you know, who are looking for a community in the military, which is always really hard to find, um, mm -hmm. and really build up their local Catholic community um, around them. Yeah, and especially for military women, since we move so often, it's important that we're able to connect with people in our faith. Like, I can't tell you the number of times I've I've been on the playground with my kids especially when they were young and said like hey you know you're a mom here with kids too I need an emergency contact for my kids school can I put your phone number down when really we're we're just going up to total strangers on a military base or wherever we're assigned and and hoping that the person is trustworthy but when you when you have this foundation that you both have catholic values um you can really form deeper friendships quickly which is so important when we're you know, geographically apart from family, moving constantly. So can you share how MCCW has uh, impacted your faith life and your friendships? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been uh, paramount to my relationship with Christ. I mean, I'm a cradle Catholic, but we were fun, you know, love, love my family, but we were priesters. So we just did things because that's what you do. You go to church mm -hmm. on Christmas and you go to church on Easter. So um, when I went at Fort Hood, which is now Fort Cavazos, mm -hmm. it was my first experience with anything MCCW or uh, Catholic Women of the Chapel related. And um, the women there were so welcoming and so helpful and kind to answer my questions. And um, I didn't feel like I was dumb for not knowing things about our Catholic faith. Um, right. I think that that welcoming was really the the catalyst of um where I am today and and the true love that I have for the church and and continuing to learn and grow um but yeah those Fort Cavazos women I went up to one of the ladies and asked her if she could be my emergency contact and she's the <laughs> godmother of my first baby so <laughs> Uh, and and was this a meeting at the chapel like a gathering at your chapel or was it some some other way that you got involved 
Yeah, so I um, took a chance and went to a CWOC meeting because they had free childcare and free food. So CWOC, um, Catholic Women of the Chapel. So yes, we'll, Catholic we're Women military, of the Chapel. We, we love our acronyms. So CWOC. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of acronyms. Um, but CWOC, I went to their weekly meeting. And one of the ladies there actually told me about MCCW. Um, and she's like, there's this regional retreat they're having really close to us. It was in Oklahoma or Kansas or something close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. So I went and it was just beautiful. It was a month after my father-in-law had passed. And when you have a loss, I think you're looking for um, something Um, And for me, that was the Catholic faith and returning to kind of my roots and and what I knew growing up Mm -hmm. um, was my something. Um, And so I had a wonderful friend there and she's like, I I hadn't baptized my baby yet. She was only two months. And she was like, you got to baptize your baby. And I was like, I don't know any Catholic people. I don't know any practicing Catholics who can be my godmother. And um, so that's how I had my friend be who at the time I just kind of knew briefly, mm-hmm. but she's a dear, dear friend now. So, um, but I think having that foundation of just the Catholic faith and it's just a different community. Um, mm-hmm. And so my time there was great. Excellent. And when we're young adults, so you, you Rebecca, you are definitely in the young adult category of um, of military women, but our, our military population is largely young adult. And so, so many people are making this transition that you described of having grown up in the faith at some, some level of devotion, whether, whether it was like daily mass goer or Christmas and Easter or cultural Catholic, but in that young adult transition, we have to make a decision for ourselves of what, what do I believe? What do I hold dear? And it sounds like for you, CWOC was a place that provided you the welcome to be able to ask those questions and then the place to land as you grew. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And that was my introduction to MCCW, which kind of leads me here to Mm -hmm. wherever we've moved. We've moved three times now. So um every place that I go, I look for a local CDC I can get connected with. And I look for that MCCW connection. I've remained on the board um, through all of that time because I'm just so fond of, of this community. Yeah. And MCCW really is the women's ministry for the archdiocese for the military services. So if you are a Catholic military affiliated woman, then MCCW is for you, whether it's active duty reserve, we love our retirees. um, You're completely invited to connect with the retreats. There's a really robust Facebook group. um, And then the upcoming MCCW worldwide forum. So can you tell share a little bit about forum, what it is, what we can expect. I'm excited to be attending and and speaking at it this year. Yeah, we're so excited. Um, So forum is our biennial conference type event where we gather women from all over the world. Um, Some people fly in from Europe for this, which I think is so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And we gather and we spend a weekend together really growing in our faith. Um, growing together in our fellowship for some people it's like a little reunion maybe they haven't seen somebody in a really long time that they saw three duty stations ago mm-hmm. um, and then 
spending time um, growing in our faith formation, really, um, just spending a weekend to care for our relationship with the Lord. I think as women, we get really caught up in our day to day, like we're mothers, we're wives, we work, we do all the things. Um, but taking a weekend to really focus on you and your relationship with Christ is one thing that I absolutely love about Forum. Um, there's opportunities for daily mass, morning and evening prayer. Um, and then our perpetual charity um, is our AMS co-sponsored seminarian fund. So at the end of our event on Saturday evening, we have a big military type ball, if you're familiar with those, mm -hmm. everybody gets dressed up. Um, and then we do a live auction. And so all of the, pro all of the profits from that event go to our co-sponsored seminarian fund to really go back into the, uh, uh, our priests. Yeah. So I'm going to try to describe the co-sponsored seminarian fund and correct me if yeah. I miss any details. So within the archdiocese, we have seminarians who are sponsored as seminarians by their home diocese and then also by the archdiocese for the military services. So the home diocese and the military archdiocese split the seminarian costs. And then that man, once he's ordained, serves in the local diocese for three years. And then his bishop releases him to serve as a military chaplain. And so the co-sponsored seminarian scholarship that the MCCW raises funds for helps to pay the for the educational costs for the seminarians. Did I get that right? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, and so so that's the last night of forum is going to be you're calling it the Borromeo Ball, right? Yes, the St. Charles why, Borromeo Ball. Why Borromeo? Why in guessing St. Charles Borromeo? Yes, St. Charles Borromeo. Um, he is the patron saint of seminarians. So oh, I didn't when know we that. Were, yeah, I didn't know that either. Our fantastic um, team who's putting on the ball and doing the live auction came to me with that. And so I can't take credit, but it is a, a brilliant idea. Um, and we've had a fundraiser each year that we have forum for this. Sometimes it's um, like a cocktail hour um, mm -hmm. fundraiser. Sometimes it's a silent auction um, slash live auction. And this year we're doing, um, we are hoping to start this kind of in-person ball because we are military affiliated. Everybody goes to balls and we um, never get a chance to like be the ones to have the ball. It's always our husband if you're right, a, right. a spouse. Um, so this is kind of our way. And so it is open to all, everybody can attend this evening, um, to raise funds for seminarians. It doesn't have, you don't have to be a woman. You can come with your spouse. If your okay. um, wife or is going to the forum weekend, they, you you can bring your spouse. So, um, it's, it's going to be a great, great evening. I'm really excited. So uh, the great ending to a forum. <laughs> Excellent. And so in addition to kind of daily mass prayer, um, there's tons of fellowship and kind of inspiration that's going to happen. So talk to me about your keynote speakers for forum and maybe some of the breakout sessions that people can learn and bring back resources to their local communities from. Yeah, I'm so excited. So first up, we've got Elizabeth Tomlin, who is going to come, <laughs> which is fantastic. And you have always been such a supporter of MCCW and just really a, a great voice for MCCW as a whole. So it was Thank an you. easy choice to ask you to come. 
Um, there's so many women who are excited to uh, come and hear you speak. Um, so we'll have you, Elizabeth, and then we have Megan Helmstead, who's a fantastic writer for Blessed Is She, um, who's also going to be keynote speaking um, on our verse for the weekend, which is come to me all who labor and are weary and I will give you rest. And so we're going to be focusing on that um, with our keynote speakers and then our breakout sessions. Um, we have a few lined up that people after you register can um, register for, but one in particular I'm excited about is um, Linda McFarlane, who's a retired army spouse um, who wrote a book called Drowning in Lemonade, which I thought was incredibly fitting for this. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in lemonade. <laughs> with mm -hmm. your, uh, military spouse, you got to make lemonade out of lemons, but um, she's going to be one of our um, breakout speakers, which is going to be fantastic. So the breakout sessions are really designed to do two things. One, help you grow in your faith and take the time to rest um, as we kind of learn how to rest in him throughout the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then also uh, provide some leadership opportunities for growth. Um, so we'll have a certain sessions where if you are interested in taking back what you learn from this forum to your local community, um, there will be some sessions on how to grow your local CWOC, how to kind of start your CWOC. Maybe you don't have a local community, um, what you need to know. Um, so things like that, that are practical ways that you can take back to your chapel. Yeah. I, I know someone who might've written a book on how to get your women's ministry group growing. <laughs> yeah. Joyful momentum. That just a me. little, a little plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things I love that you've brought Linda McFarland in to speak. So Linda's has been retired a couple of years ago and she's definitely a, what we like to call seasoned military cells, lots of experience. And in her book, she talks about the time of her husband being deployed and how she leaned on her faith in those times. And one of the details I remember is that when their, I think it was a, their brigade was deployed um, to, to Iraq, probably 2004, 2005 timeframe is, is my guess, is that she would have chaplain time or chapel time for the unit where she just had the chapel reserved and anybody could come and pray. And sometimes it was just her and the rear, the rear detachment chaplain or a garrison chaplain. Um, and sometimes it was just the two of them. And sometimes, especially if there was something tragic that had happened in the unit, a loss of soldiers, lots of people would come. And that that gesture of obedience of just carving out the time really stuck with me so that when, you know, Greg is gone, even if I'm not having chapel time for the unit available, but just my own chapel time was something that I really gleaned from that book. So I think her wisdom is so important, especially as, you know, I'm watching the news, you're watching the news, I'm concerned um, I don't, I don't want to see our service members deployed in the numbers that they were deploying, um, in the early two thousands, but, but I'm concerned. And so to have this constant reminder of the service members to whom we're married or our women who are service members, they're in the profession of arms and that profession of arms carries with it a risk of of combat, a risk of a certainty, a certainty of deployments, a certainty of time underway, um, under the sea. Um, and 
to have those disciplines there. I'm I'm grateful that Linda will be able to speak to that having had so much experience. So it really is for forum. I know that the the registration fee for forum is four hundred dollars, right? Yes. If and, you register by February 1st, it's $400 and, and regular registration is $425. Talk to me about how that registration fee, especially when it's covered by a chapel, is really an investment in the life of the chapel, not just in an individual's weekend experience. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think mostly when you go to these types of events, specifically for us forum, you're going into a community of women who have been through the same or similar things that you have and making you feel like you're not alone makes you feel like you have something that you can give back. Um, my goal with Forum is to really help women come and feel like they're getting something, um, whether it is just a return to being on fire for their faith mm -hmm. or these leadership skills. But my hope is that every woman who leaves this will go back to their chapel and really delve in. And it doesn't have to be starting your own CWOC. That's not, you know, everybody's calling, Right. but just going back and showing up once a week to your local CWOC or showing up to your local Bible study or talking to your priest more. Um, I know that that's for me, that's something that I always really strive to do because that's not something that I grew up doing. I just saw my priest as like, he's up there and I can't talk to him. Um, but that's something that coming back from my very first forum, seeing the way that the women interacted with the clergy who were in attendance, and we're going to have lots of clergy, so this is great, um, just put me in comfort knowing that I could take that skill back and and be around clergy and talk to them like normal people. Um, yeah. So it might not be, you know, starting your own CWOC, but it, right. it definitely is skills and, and um, excitement to bring back to your chapel. Yeah. And so also at forums, so MCCW is a global ministry. You have regions all over the world. So within the continental United States, Asia, Europe, um, the the European region just had a phenomenal pilgrimage to Fatima with about 125 women and several AMS clergy, Bishop Mum included, yeah. and and many hand it takes many hands, right? So if someone wants to get involved in MCCW, like they they have a gift. Um, we you know we all have gifts. Not everyone's called to to start a women's ministry, right? That's that's a big ask. But let's say we have someone who is a really great photographer and wants to offer their gifts or someone who is a writer wants to offer their gifts, someone who's a great organizer or, um, you know, we love our administrative people. So someone who can balance a checkbook. How can someone get involved in the ministry of MCCW? Yeah, so at um, Forum will discern our new worldwide board, which is all of the uh, worldwide positions. So please come to forum if you are interested in that. We also have um, many regions that are in desperate need of support from our women. Um, people who want to come and maybe help um, share the message of what MCCW is doing in their Southeast region. So like here in the South, um, or if you have a great talent for graphics, that's always something that we need help with. So 
send an email to um, discernment at mccw.org and they can help you find out what the process is for uh, you. So for the Worldwide Board, it is discernment, but we have a lot of other appointed positions where people can support. So, And if someone wants to serve on the MCCW Board, they they agree to serve a two-year two term, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have um, a president, um, a director for forum, a finance manager, if you're a bookish numbers person, um, I know that MCCW would welcome you with open arms, a director of communications who really needs a team of people to work on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all these ways that people are connecting. Um, and so there are a ton, ton of ways to get involved. So even, even if somebody doesn't feel called to serve in a board position, just the gesture of going to um to this discernment process where people consider their gifts is just a, a great way to engage um so i definitely encourage it yeah and i think going to a discernment process everybody definitely needs to go to one at least one time and if they're involved in their local chapel um, it's a beautiful process where you really kind of um talk about and share your strengths and your gifts um and it's just led by the Holy Spirit. And I, I think it's a beautiful process. So um, definitely something that everybody should see. Mm -hmm. And so if, if a person is not affiliated with a military chapel, like right now, my husband is stationed at the Eisenhower school. There's not a military chapel on Fort McNair that has a Catholic women of the chapel group. How can I still plug into the work of MCCW? Um, so your first, your first step would if you have a Facebook, definitely check on Facebook. We have okay. our online community. Um, it's MCCW Worldwide uh, Community. And it's just an open group forum for people to kind of go ask questions if they want to find local people close to them. That's always my first bet. Um, we also have the website mccw.org where you can go and find um, your regional coordinator, which would be a really great person to reach out to, to ask and say, hey, I'm, I'm here. We get emails all the time of people who are um, moving or PCSing and they're like, is there a CWOC or is there a MCCW person in this area that I would, I would really like to get connected with? Um, so that is always a really good place to start also, um, just kind of reaching out to us and we can help you get, get to where you need to go if you're a new in the area. Okay. Great. I think it's it's important to connect. Um, you know, when you get to a new duty station and you're alone, if you if you don't reach out, it, it just gets harder, right? It gets harder to reach out. It's like not exercising. If I skip the gym for one day, I can get back on it. But um, I'm currently like 30 days no gym. And you know what I'm probably not gonna do today? I'm not gonna go to the gym. So I think we had, like exercising yeah. that muscle of reaching out is is important as well for, I mean, for our mental health, for the health of our families. Um, Rebecca, we've got a couple minutes left and I want to return to the theme of forum. Walk me through mm -hmm. the, the forum theme again and how your team came up with, with that verse. Yeah. So um, our theme this year is come to me all who labor and are weary and I will give you rest um, from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. And this actually, um, I, I actually was when we were at Fort Stewart, my husband was gone a lot. Um, he did two back-to-back -back rotations um, and was home. We were there for three years and he was home for probably 
less than less than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had three small children and I was pregnant or two small children and I was pregnant with my third and I was doing it all alone. Um, and I was weary. Like I, I felt, I felt that in my soul every single day. I was so weary. Um, and I think that when I was thinking of the theme for forum, um, it really spoke to me that I needed to lean into him, um, in all of these trials. And as I was talking with the forum team, you know, they were like, yeah, like when my husband's gone or when I'm going through this hard time, like this is what keeps me grounded. It is, it is him. It is Christ that we're leaning into. Um, and you talked a little bit about it earlier with like kind of the unknown of what the future holds for, um, our service members that building up your, um, kind of toolkit of things that you have to support yourself, um, through those trials and tribulations, whether it's like a rotation or, two nights away doesn't matter right. um, just being able to have the resources to like um grow in your faith and, and lean into into christ when you're having such a hard time um so it was really kind of a personal like if i i can't be the only one who's feeling like this um so yeah absolutely like absolutely i think that's a beautiful theme and the the image i get with come to me all who are weary you know i think of jesus's ministry and he kept going right he's just like he kept going people are trying to arrest him and he kind of slips through their mist um people are persecuting him and he keeps going he he tells us to turn the other cheek you know 70 times seven or whatever the number is lots of sevens um but when i when i think of jesus in his ministry he he had two things with him at all time. Like Jesus always existed within the Holy Trinity. So he always exists in the perfect love of the father and the son with the Holy spirit. So he has, he has that, right. He's God. Um, but he also existed in community. He walked, he chose to walk this earth in community. He chose to call his disciples. People followed him who he didn't even like, he didn't call. They just followed him. Um, so he always had community to do the work that the father gave him, which was hard, brutal, you know, brutal self-sacrificing work till till the end. And for us, you know, through MCCW, through our church, through the church, we have this community. We can walk in that community, um, whether it's, you know, our, our community here, our, our saints who are interceding for us. Um, but then this rest portion that sticks out to me is that we have, through prayer, through the sacraments, through the liturgies that you'll get it for them, the rest that comes through putting ourselves into that, into that love of the most Holy Trinity, right? Putting ourselves into the lap of Jesus is kind of like the image that I get to be able to rest. So we get those two things that sustained Jesus in his ministry, the the love of the Trinity, love God, and then the love of our community. And so I, I think it's a perfect verse and, um, really inspired. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think it will be a great, a great weekend of, of women and fellowship and, um, just really growing and, and allowing yourself to rest. I think that's one of the things that we're really trying to create here is, um, you know, you go on these weekends when they're back to back to back of, of things, but mm-hmm. building in some time for women to go to adoration and, and just rest. And, um, 
I sometimes when I'm home with my kids, like I don't get to rest. I, <laughs> I, I don't feel like I deserve to rest. Right. Um, but you do, you do deserve to rest and you do deserve to pour into yourself um, in this way. So. Excellent. So um, April 26th, 27th, 28th. Yes. April 26th, Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then we end. So we start on Thursday, the 26th at 515 is our opening mass. Okay. And then we end our mass, uh, our closing mass is at 1215 on Sunday. Okay, so it'll great. Be the final mass. So we can take our evening flights home and um, be home for school drop off and everything Monday morning. Okay, so register at mccw.org. And um, any questions send to forum at mccw.org. Yeah. Right. Okay, Becca, that thanks so much for chatting with me today. I will pray for the success of Forum and can't wait. Uh, thank you so much. Yep. Listeners, thank you for spending time with me today on the We Hold These Treasures podcast. My goal with this podcast is to be responsive to interests of this audience. So if you have a topic that you'd like me to explore or a guest whom you think I should interview or even a question about Catholic womanhood or military life, send me an email at weholdthesetreasures at millarch.org. I'd love to hear from you. We Hold These Treasures is available on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Amazon Music, really anywhere you get your podcasts, and of course, the millarch.org website. So I encourage you to subscribe, leave a positive review for We Hold These Treasures, and share it so that we can better connect throughout this archdiocese. God bless you.